Thank you for joining us for part three of Dustin and Amy's story. Their journey has been marked with the collision of joy and grief. I hope as we lean in to what they have to share with us today, we will discover how to thrive and not just survive in the pages of our own stories. I, I remember having this feeling before I met her. So before I gave birth to her of like, you know, they're saying like there's a photographer and they, they tell you like you want to take pictures mm-hmm. and, um, and like all these different things and you can hold her and they have these things called a cuddle cot, like just mm-hmm. all kinds of crazy things yeah. that you can keep your baby with you for however long you're in the hospital. Yeah. And like what dress do you want to put on or like all of these yeah. things. And I remember being like, I mean, my baby's dead. Like I had mm-hmm. the, I, and this is the raw, ugly truth. Like I had a moment where I was like, I'm not going to want to hold her. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to want to look at her. Like yeah. what if she looks weird? Like yeah. it's going to be too hard. Yeah. And I remember looking at Dustin because I mean, we were in there for four days and it was yeah. painful and like they tried to induce me and I wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. and I remember looking at Dustin going, I, again, same thing as when I had a positive test. I don't think I can do this again. Yeah. I just don't. And he was just like, you don't have to make that decision today. Yeah. And if that's the decision you make, it's okay. Yeah. And um, yeah. And I remember when she was born, you know, they, it's an eerie feeling giving birth to a, a stillborn yeah. baby because you wait for that sweet moment of like yeah. the cry. And yeah. I mean, I knew it wasn't coming. So there's, there's like still a, a moment there's of a wait, holding your Yeah, breath. there's like yeah. a weightiness in the room and everyone yeah. is very aware. Like the nurses were crying. Like, yeah. I mean, it was like everyone's sad and aware of yeah. what's happening. And so they cleaned her up. They weighed her and did all the things they do when a baby's born. They put this like, you know, the swallowed her and mm. handed her to Dustin. Mm. And I just remember looking over and how proud Dustin was. And he was like, she's beautiful. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, man. And I saw him hold her, and he just was so sweet with her. And, like, I knew in that moment he was a dad. Yeah. And I looked at her, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we make pretty she kids. She is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, I, we, I mean, I was in the OR with my arms stretched out, you know, like, <laughs> shaking from the meds. Like, yeah. I couldn't even hold her in that moment. And I was like, we, I just looked at Dustin. I was like, we have to do it again. Yeah. And I, I remember we hadn't given her her middle name yet. We just decided, we named her the night before. Because again, yeah, we weren't right, ready we weren't yet. prepared. Um, and Layla, it means night. And uh, we felt like that was really appropriate. Because yeah. it felt like our darkest night. Yeah. And then when she was born, I was like, I think her middle name's Isabella. Which mm. means beautiful. Yeah. And um, so we named her Layla Isabella. But, like, because I couldn't hold her, like, Dustin got such a sweet, even in the OR, like, just yeah. holding her. Yeah. And, like, her little nose were, like, dripping. And he would just so sweetly, mm. like, wipe it. And, you know, yeah. she's delicate. Yeah. The nurse is, like, hold her a certain way. Yeah. He just naturally, like, stepped into it. And so, yeah. you know, it was it was a sweet, surreal moment. But that was the moment we became parents. Yeah. That was the moment that something clicked in me that I have to keep going because I want to give Layla siblings. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I want to give her siblings. And, you know, I remember, you know, I got a C-section, so I have a scar and like all the things. I still struggle with insecurities on that. Girl, same. I know. It's like, you know, and you look at your body and and where other moms can be like, it's my battle scar. I've got this kid. They're worth it. I'm like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And so um, even in that, I felt like the Lord really dealing in my heart of like, would Layla be proud of the way that you look at yourself? Like, would she be proud of her mom 
And yeah. so I'm like, I'm Layla's mom. I'm beautiful. She yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. And I created her. Like, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. Like, it just changed my perspective of myself. Yeah. It changed, yeah. like, my perspective of other people. Like, yeah. it was just such a surreal experience. And one thing he did when she was born, and I don't think this is everybody's experience, but if you ever know someone that goes through it. Yeah. Um, you know, we mentioned we had a huge group of people there. I mean, yeah. we had like 20 something people. We yeah. told you before, like, I yeah. think we made the doctors and nurses like <laughs> kind of nervous because we had a crowd and, uh, we got a tribe, yeah. you know, and, um, whenever, whenever she was born, I mean, the nurses were so confused by us. I think they were really confused because <laughs> they were like, spend as much time. And then, you know, we had our, we had our ambassadors of like who mm-hmm. were communicating for our, on our behalf and yeah. they were like, we want to bring everybody in, you know. To, yeah. to meet her and I mean we were able to introduce her to all of our friends and family and not many people get to do that when yeah. they have a stillborn and so like yeah. our parents and our yeah. friends and people who have prayed the, yeah. our friend that was with us in Egypt and yeah. her daughter that helped us through our first That's miscarriage amazing. they got to like meet yeah. her and yeah. and love her and you know cry yeah. with, over her yeah. you know and um and it was really sweet but he did this I mean he he's such a great dad he said okay we're going to let people in. We're choosing joy. Yeah. We're excited about our daughter. Yeah. We're going to choose joy. This is a yeah. joyful time. And so the whole time people were coming in, we didn't, we let people feel their feelings because like yeah. everyone's invested at this yeah, point. Yeah, right. Um, but Dustin, as they walk in, he held her and was mm. like, this is Layla Isabella. And yeah. you both were just beaming in pride. Yeah. And together we just took a stand of like, while yeah. she's here physically with yeah. us, we're going to enjoy it yeah. and we're going to love her. Yeah, and, um, I mean, we cried, but yeah, it was, it was a sweet, it was so sweet. I yeah. mean, I, I think it was, I felt, I felt yeah. the Lord near and yeah. I felt a peace, um, in the middle of just like excruciating, debilitating pain. Yeah. There was such a peace and such yeah. a joy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so. Wow. That's incredible. I think one thing I hear you saying that I just really feel like we need to reiterate to people listening is, you know, you have a big tribe, right? But even if your tribe is one or two or five or ten, like don't minimize the importance of your tribe. No. Right? Because the, the joy that you were able to... So what's interesting to me too is when you found out you were pregnant... You couldn't find the joy. But when you had Layla, you could find the joy. Yeah. And I just think, like, what a joy carrier she was. Yeah. Right? And you thought before you needed other people's faith and other people's ability to have joy. But she taught you how to do that. Yeah, that's so good. And I just think, wow. Like, I mean, of course, I'm sitting here, like, totally tears coming down my face. But... (laughs) That's because that's really what God showed me in your story. And then secondly, I want to come back to, um, and just personally, thank you for saying this. It's extremely random, and this is about me, so bear with me for a minute. (laughs) Um, But when you talked about your scars, like I recently just told Jason, I'm like, I have these scars. My body will never be the same. I'm 40 years old, and I have nothing to show for it. Yeah. But what I hope people will hear is something you said earlier, that we can find, I always say, purpose in our pain. Mm -hmm. And what you've reminded me of by bringing that up is that I need to look for the purpose in my scars. Yeah. Because there is purpose still. There's still beauty. There's still um, goodness to be found. 
And if we get stuck on what is ugly or yeah. what feels purposeless, then the reality is we only see that. Yeah. And, you know, Jason and I haven't gone through what we've been through. You guys haven't gone through what you've been through for there not to be purpose at the end of it. Right. Like, I'm sorry, but I just, I don't believe, first of all, that that's the God that we serve. Yeah. Secondly, I just don't think life's that cruel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There has to be goodness coming out. So I, I just personally appreciate, and I feel like there's others that might need to hear, you know, all the shots they've been through, you know, the bruising that they've experienced, the femininity that's just drained out of them. Those are scars, right? And they need to know that they can find beauty and purpose in it even if they don't have what they thought they would have yeah. at the end of it yeah and I th- oh were you gonna say something? yeah i was just gonna say like um <clears throat> me saying that thing to amy and then i think my parents were in the room about hey today um our daughter is here and we're yeah. going today's gonna be about joy and celebrating yeah. um i didn't want to do that of course yeah that was a that yeah. was a choice was a I choice. had to make. Yeah, it's good. Um, and so sometimes in in life, like you're you're not going to um, be able to just kind of always display how you're feeling exactly in the moment. Yeah, and and, and figure everything out. Sometimes you have to make choices. Yeah, of what's going to get you through the next twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, because I knew that the next day and yeah. then however long after that was going to be shit. Yes. Um, but I, I knew that. Piles of it. Yes. <laughs> I knew that she, my daughter was yeah. there with us yeah. in that moment. Wow. And if I look back 20 years mm. and I look back at that day and I was pissed off at God yeah. or um, angry at Amy or yeah. you know upset with yeah. something. I knew that yeah. that's going to make the situation a thousand times worse. Yeah. Um, and I even knew, like, uh, you know, we, like I said, I've been involved in church and, and so forever. Um, and I knew that, you know, 10 months, a year, three years down the road, I would be able to look back and kind of see God's purpose and plan mm. and, and, and all of that, you know, Christian stuff that, yeah. that people say, people say, um, <clears throat> but I knew that in the moment I needed to not worry about that mm. and not try to figure it out yeah. or even really, um, mm. struggle with God that much. Yeah. I I told God how I felt, yeah. and it was a very... He was real clear on how you felt, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. It was a very... Knowing you, Dustin, yeah. he was not was some, wondering. Yeah. It was a very clear and candid conversation. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he was fine with it. Yeah. 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 Um, but I knew, like, the figure it out point was yeah. going to be, that's for tomorrow. Yeah. That's for yeah. eight months down the road. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I just... There comes, there comes, you know, situations in your life like where you have to um, pause for a second and just kind of uh, take a step back and look at what's going on. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest things I've learned in this whole situation is perspective, mm. and it, it's it's really just 
um, you know, seeing my wife in a different light, mm. uh, our relationship growing deeper and going to a deeper level, um, one out of necessity, yeah. but two, just because of the crap that we've been through yeah. as a couple. Yeah. Um, but it, it just kind of shifts your whole mind about how you do life. Yeah. I, I am a compassionate person, but my, um, level of empathy Mm -hmm. and um just feeling for other people has exponentially increased Mm -hmm. um just because of Layla yeah um you know like even just the way I I think about people like the people that showed up and and that were with us in the hospital and sent us texts and money and, and all the things um you know after we found out that uh there wasn't a heartbeat you know, we sent a few texts around to a few people and, and I sent one to my boss. Mm-hmm. Um, and he responded 10 or 15 minutes later um, asking what room we were in. Yeah. And so I thought he was going to send, yeah. you know, whatever. Flowers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he comes around the corner. Wow. And he just sits there. Yeah. And he, he doesn't. He doesn't try to give me some sort of yeah. uh, great word of wisdom or yeah. mentorship or yeah. anything like that. Like he, you know, normally yeah. does in our business world. Yeah. He just sat there. Yeah. And Amy had a friend that came as well. And yeah. they just sat there and we just yeah. talked about different things, yeah. you know. Um, the same thing with some of our other friends that showed up. You know, yeah. my friend Nick that I work with uh, and his wife. Yeah. Um, uh, my best friend Matt was yeah. on vacation and left and drove mm. and, and met with us. Mm. Um, I had a friend that literally had just given birth to her second kid, C-section like a couple months before, a best friend since seventh grade. She drove through the night, stayed one night, and went back because yeah. she's wow. breastfeeding. She's yeah. got a newborn. Yeah. And just to, just to come yeah. and see and meet yeah. Layla, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think what he's saying, I think, you know, we see one thing I want to say is, I don't think it was God's plan that Layla would die. That's good. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe that's the Lord that we yeah. serve. And I had to be. I, agree, I yeah. had to get angry with God. Yeah. Like for a moment, yeah. I'm a pastor, so like yeah. you know, in my little my maternity leave that yeah. I had, like I went through all the feelings. Oh yeah. And we say this all the time, like, and you said it just now, like God can take your yeah. ugly and that's He can right. take your feelings. Yeah. It's the bottling it up that makes yeah. distance between you and Him. And yeah, so, like, good. there were times where I was like, I didn't read my Bible the whole yeah. time I was. Yeah. Because I was just like. You don't need Christian cliches when you're no. in the pit. Like, yeah. that's one thing we do as Christians that yeah. is infuriating. Yeah. Is like, that's not what we need. No. Nope. We need a really, a present, tangible father. Yeah. Like, that's what we need. We don't need a Christian, yeah. well, all things work together yeah. for those who yeah. love him. We don't need a scripture. We yes. don't need a prayer. Yes. We got it. Yeah. This, that's when you could say, I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, this isn't good. No. Like, in the middle of it, you're like, this is not no. good. No. And I, I remember just being brought back to Jesus and how he, you know, his friend dies. Lazarus mm. is dead. Yeah. He knows he's going to raise him from the dead. Yeah. And yet still he took time to cry. Yeah. It's a Jesus wept. Yeah. When he was in the garden, he knew that he was going to yep. go on the cross and yep. save everyone. And, and you know, like yep. he knew what was going to happen. Yeah. He knew the good that was going to come. Yep. 
He knew yeah. the beginning from the end. Yeah. And yet he still cried and asked yeah. God to take it from him. Yeah. And so for me, I'm like, I don't think Layla no. was, I don't think God wanted her to die. No. I believe Jesus wept with us that yes. day. Yeah. Like he was sad. Yes. He wept with us. Yeah. And, you know, I think what the we misread and misinterpret what the scriptures say of like, we, you know, all things work together for good. All things work together for good. That is true. Yeah. That doesn't say all things are good. Yes. Yeah. It means we will go through trials. Yeah. We're going to yeah. go through hardship and grief. And yeah. if your concept of the Lord, and that's, that's the right. perception that he's talking about, yeah. if your concept of the Lord is transactional, yeah. or that like I do X, Y, and Z, I'm yeah. a good person, therefore all good's going to come to me, Yeah. then him and I would be probably drinking yeah. in a pit somewhere, yeah. homeless. Like yeah. we would be like... Depressed, going up. crazy, yeah, you because that's not what the word says. Yeah. And so, and we've done good things, like yeah. we've been good, like yeah. you know. And so, it's like it's not yes. fair, but yeah. God's goodness is in the middle of our heartbreak. Yeah. It's in the middle of those ugly, bad things, yeah. and so that's what the promise is. Yeah. The promise yeah. is, is when you go through things, that's when you're right, going Amy. through the delay, yeah, with all the shots, all the fertility yeah. things, yeah, miscarriages, all of that. Yeah, it's not that you won't go through those yeah. things. It's that God's going to be present in it yeah. if you allow him to be. Yeah. And he's going to give you peace when it That's doesn't right. make sense. That's right. Joy when yeah. you're also grieving. Like yeah. joy and grief yeah. go hand in hand. Yeah. Simultaneously, you can feel yeah. them both at the same yeah. time. And so I think I think it's just important to know that. Yeah. Like your perspective is important in yes. the middle of it. And yeah. you can be angry. It can make yeah. no sense. And you can still have peace. That's good. Okay. Well, I mean, that's why this is called barren, not broken. What you just described is why. Yeah. Because my barrenness is not good. It, right. It's not It's not God's plan for my life, right? right. Um, but his goodness is why I'm not broken. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And And I think that's what you're describing is like, Goodness and purpose can come out of it, but it doesn't mean that pain is good yeah. or that we, we should have to go through pain or, you know, so I just, I just think perspective and in, in what they, Dustin's saying, perspective is one of the most powerful tools we can have in our tool belt Yeah, and we get to choose how we yield it. Yeah. We good. get to choose how we yield it. So, okay, we've been chatting for a while. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I just want to say what you just described, Amy, is what I see um, you declared at Layla's funeral. Yeah. yeah. You declared the goodness of God. You honored her life. And if you guys want to speak to this, please do. But as someone who attended, the goodness of God was present but it did not negate or cover up or hide the fact that you were in pain. Yeah. yeah. And I think you displayed both extremely well. Yeah. It was a beautiful moment to see both. Yeah. You know, we talk about joy and grief colliding a lot on Barren Not Broken. And you guys literally displayed that um, in such a powerful way. Um, so... I don't want to say briefly because I don't want you to also feel rushed. But um, tell us a little bit about your decision in ha- one having the funeral because I think some people need to know just how you make practically like how yeah. did you come to that decision as parents? Because again, yeah. you're making a decision as Layla's parents. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think during that time, it's it's if. 
you know, you're going through a situation like this, like it's important to um, listen to other people's input in the moment. Mm -hmm. The Um, right people. The right people. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, And, and just a lot of stuff with um, even like some of my uh, fatherly instincts that kicked in that I didn't know I had. Yeah. Uh, same thing with, I'm sure, a mother. Yeah. Um, you'll know what's right. And yeah. you'll know who has good intentions and who That's is, good, you know, um, who is really trying to uh, be there for you. Yeah. Rather than um, kind of tell you what you, what they think you need. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's very different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so some of the people that uh, we've mentioned before, you know, they said, um, you know, we'll do us, we'll do a service for, yeah. um, and kind of that decision that I made, you know, about we're gonna, this is joy, and we're yeah. gonna celebrate. Uh, some of that kind of carried over into, yeah. you know, let's, yeah, we want to have a service to, yeah. um, maybe some of our friends didn't get to come see her in the hospital. We want to mm-hmm. be able to, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think practically, you know, we had to decide, like, cremate or bury. Yeah. And, like, we came across, for us, the right decision was to cremate her because I, you know, we're from Louisiana, we live in Texas. I couldn't imagine the thought of my daughter being in the ground somewhere and not yeah, with us. Yeah, Um, And so, for us, it just made sense to have her cremated so that she can always come with us. Yeah. And so, we have a sweet That's urn beautiful. that we just keep with us wherever we move. Yeah. Um, and then for the, honestly, we had originally decided we weren't going to do a memorial. Mm. I felt it was the beginning of the year, it was New Year's, Christmas. Yeah. And so it was one of those things where I felt selfish asking mm. for it. Everybody offered it to us. Like some of our friends are event planners mm-hmm. and we have graphic designers. Yeah. Like we have a, a plethora of people yeah. and I work at a church. Yeah. So like it's the building is free, right, you right. know, and I have pastors that are yeah. friends. Um, and it's actually the family where the, their daughter had, um, had a stillborn, they're, they're lost their granddaughter. Mm-hmm. They were the ones they are telling our friends like, they should have a memorial. Yeah. It matters. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so finally, I think a week later I was like, you know what? I think we need a memorial. Um, yeah. and everybody, I mean, you know, I think too, it's important to let people take care of you. People yeah. want to be present, That's but good. they don't know how. Yeah. And so one thing I learned is to kind of take people alongside me mm-hmm. in the grief journey. Like, show them because people don't know like where you're at they don't know what to do and so once I was like yes yeah I want to do this yes we need help like from then on it was like everybody went in hyper mode using their gifts skills and talents yeah to do something because they wanted to and be allowed and made room for that and so I mean it was literally probably the prettiest funeral I've ever been to beautiful and that's a big shout out to all of our friends near and far yeah some of them are friends that live in California that like they were like we can't be there yeah I'm gonna do the graphics you know and um and so it was just a perfect perfect thing and it it was you know afterwards our counselor because that's another thing we went into counseling I think I emailed the counselor from the hospital like Mm. legit um our counselor, we talked to her about it and she was like, how did the memorial feel? And we both felt like it didn't take away our pain. Yeah. It no. didn't do anything no. for our pain. It wasn't closure. Yeah. Like it, it yeah. wasn't like, I mean, we're, we carry her There's with no us. There's no closure. There's no closure. You lost yeah. your kid, you know? Yeah. 
Um, I think that's important for people to hear. Yeah. Like, it's okay if you don't have closure, and then don't expect people to have closure. No, because yeah. it's it's something that you carry, yeah. especially when a young person dies or yeah. a baby dies. Yeah. Like, it's a completely different thing than, like, your 95-year-old yeah. grandma. That's still very painful, but yeah. you're celebrating yeah. their whole life. With a yeah. young child or a baby, you're mourning. Yeah. It's like the opposite. It's you're mourning opposite. an entire that's, life yeah. that wasn't lived. Yeah. Um, and so for us, I think that was just important. And I think it was healing for everybody that came along because there's so many people invested in your story that you don't even realize. So even if you think you have a tribe of one, I would dare say you probably have a bigger tribe than that. And so I think, you know, it allowed everyone to be present and to mourn and there were strangers there. Like there were people there that we didn't know. Um, and I think it was just a sweet time. And I, you know, since then people think I'm crazy, but the month after I lost Layla, I went to two kid funerals. Like I went to Mm. a baby, another baby funeral but there was something in me that I knew the pain and I yeah, wanted to be present for yeah. the parents, even if I didn't know them well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that there there was a there was a heart connection yeah. in like, oh my gosh, you're in the middle of your grief and you took time for yeah. mine. And of everyone in the room, yeah. like, you get it. Yeah. Um, it's different, yeah. Yeah. but there is that that kindred yeah. um, spirit in that in yeah. that pain. And so I think, you know, the practical decisions, there's so many of them. I think do what's right for you. That's good. Um, But if someone tells you, like, I remember the picture thing. Like, I remember somebody being like, the nurse saying, you need to do this. Like, Mm. she was very strong about it. Mm. And again, in the beginning, I was like, I mean, is it going to be gross? Is it going to be weird? And I'm so glad we did. We have her picture hanging in our house. Yeah. Like, we show her off, you know. And some people, they don't. Some people get the pictures, they put it in a box. but. Like you said, you don't want to regret the things you yeah. didn't do. I'd yeah. rather regret taking pictures yeah. Yeah. Than, than not, have than them. not having yeah. them. And I like what Dustin said, too, of, like, trust yourself. Yeah. You know, because something awakens on the inside of you when you become a parent, yeah. right? In, the, in that moment, you were then equipped to make decisions you weren't ready to make, but now you are making, and you have, you have the equipping to do that because you have had something awoken on the inside of you that can never be shut down. Yeah. Right? And so I think trusting yourself, leaning into the community like you guys are talking about. But also, Amy, I mean, you just brought up a great point of like, there's people, I mean, the nurse, like she has no equity with you guys. No, She's not no. in your tribe. I mean, well, she was in your tribe right then. Oh, yeah. Um, but she, but her, her experience and like you said, her skill sets, the things that she brought to the table were key in that moment in time for you guys. So yeah. I think it's just being aware too I, yeah. is what I hear you guys saying. Like being aware of the people that are around, knowing what voices to listen, being bold enough to shut the ones down that need yes. to be shut down, yeah. and then lean into what you need to lean into. And that goes back to what you said earlier, Amy, of advocating for yourself. Yes. Like yes. there's no no moment more important to advocate for yourself and your child. Yes. Right? And that's what you guys were doing from moment one. Something that, as you were talking, Dustin, I thought, wow, like who would have ever thought that the skills and what you needed to show up in as the man that you are right now, what you went through before. Yeah. Right. Right? Like the tools and the things that you gained and what seemed like such a dark time, which it was, not to negate that by any means, but... I just thought to myself, oh my gosh, like both of you throughout the steps. And so I bring that up for this purpose. You know, I always say every story matters. Yeah. But the pages of our own story matter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They create our story. And 
we cannot minimize the pages of our own story. Yeah. And if you guys hadn't have allowed yourself to walk through and make the decisions, make the hard decisions, have the hard conversations, um, choose to see the good, like Amy said earlier, in the pages of your story, you would have crumbled in this moment. Yeah. yeah. But but where God's goodness does come in, and I think, you know, to go back to your point earlier, Amy, like where we I think misrepresent that so often in the church world is God's goodness was actually being worked out through the pages of your story already yeah. so that you were capable of walking through this moment. Yeah. yeah. And when it gets hard now, you're capable of walking because his goodness was weaving itself yeah. in the pages of your story way back when, when Dustin's walking through what he's walking through, yeah. when your marriage is being healed, when you have a miscarriage and the father wounds are healed. Yeah. The goodness of God was already being woven through your story. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like I, how many times God showed up in such weird ways that only have mm. to be him, you know? Yeah. And I think that's so important to remember about walking through this. And I, I want to say this too, as you're saying that, like, I have said after we walk through what we walk through and even the miscarriage, I would not change my story or trade any of the experiences. I would carry, I would carry Layla again a thousand times. Yeah knowing that she was the outcome. Yeah. Um, I would give anything to have her alive and of present, course. but like I would do it all over again. And I think that's important mm. to know that there's hope and that like, it's right. worth it. Like that's it's right. worth it to go through it yeah. and to push through it. Yeah. Um, cause I did have that initial fear of like, I can't do this again. Mm-hmm. But then after I met her and I saw her and I, yeah. and I felt her, I was like, no, I have to, like, it's yeah. worth it. it yeah. It's worth it because of this beautiful soul we created yeah. even though we didn't get to spend much time with yeah. her like yeah. it's still worth it it's yeah. worth it all and so mm-hmm. you know I think for me that has been that has been what I keep going back to and you know in my prayer God brought me to Shadrach Meshach and Abednego mm-hmm. and the story in Daniel 3 and it's these three guys they get put in the fire because they won't bow down to this God that yeah. isn't their God and they go in the fire and uh, the the he's the king Nebuchadnezzar is like I mean okay who's this god that's gonna mm. save you that you keep not bowing down to my god you know yeah. and they were like look our god's capable of saving us but even if not we won't bow to the other god mm-hmm. and so they walk in and the story goes there's a fourth yeah the fourth person in the fire um, and we know that to be Jesus yeah. saving them they came out and the Bible says their their clothes didn't even smell their hair mm, didn't smell like yeah. smoke the, the fire wasn't able yeah. but they went in full well knowing that they could be they were yeah. going to be dead in yeah. five minutes yeah. and so I think for me in all of this trying to get pregnant again put it, making myself vulnerable going through those painful things again mm. I've had to come to the place with the Lord it's like even if not even yeah. if I never carry again even yeah. if I don't even if Layla dies and doesn't live, even yeah. if Dustin never gets healed, even yeah. if like all of those things, I'm still going to choose God yeah. in it. And yeah. God's still good. And so, um, that, that has been just always, and that was, there's a song by Hillsong, yeah. uh, another in the fire. And that was a song mm, that ministered to it. my heart and my soul so much. Yeah. We played it at Layla's memorial. Yeah. Um, because even in the fire, even yeah. when I feel like I'm drowning, yeah. like I know there's an ever present help. Yeah. Peace yeah. is with us yeah. and I can trust that cause I've that's lived good. it yeah. and I know that's true for everyone else. Um, yeah. if you tap into it and yeah, believe it. So, good. 
Yeah. Well, I think what's beautiful as we wrap up, and please feel free to speak up on anything else that you guys might want to share, but um, you said something at the start of this, halfway through this, I should say, that Layla, God told you that Layla was a miracle. Mm-hmm. And when you found out, you'd be like, she's a miracle, or my baby's a miracle. Yeah. And I just want to say that couldn't be more the truth. Like, you yeah. guys are walking her legacy. Yeah. And... It's just, it's woven in every single word that you've shared tonight of declaring that and explaining how she was a miracle. And I just hope that the listeners will come to grab hold of what is their miracle and then don't let it go. Even when it doesn't happen the way they think. Yeah. Right? Because what you're saying and what you just shared, Amy, is truly, no matter what, like, it was worth it. Yeah. Right? She was a miracle. And so I think when we have that thing that we can put as a stake in the ground, when it doesn't happen the way that we think, right? Or or the way that it should. Like, let's yeah. just be honest. Yeah. The way that it should, um, we can still hold on to the truth. It doesn't it doesn't change. And I I I relate to that in this way. Um We've had so many people over our story tell us, like, you guys are going to be parents, you know, all the things, right? We, we won't even go there on, uh-huh. on some of how I feel about that. However, um, it's probably like three weeks in from my hysterectomy recovery. And my brother calls and, you know, he had called every day to check on me. And my brother's also my pastor. So he had double duty. Yeah. Um, better he better call every day. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but he, he did actually. And he called and just said like, Hey, how you doing? Like filling out the waters of where I was and never knew what he was going to get at the time. (laughs) Um, and he said, Hey, you know, I know that a lot of people have told you guys that you're going to be parents. He's like, but I, what I need you to hear is that you are parents, Yeah. but not just to the baby's lost, but you are spiritual father and mother. Yeah. And we've said that, you know, you kind of joke about like, oh, you know, we're spiritual parents. And like, no, actually, it was different in that moment for me when he declared, you guys are spiritual fathers and mothers and your legacy may look different, but it's living on. Yeah. And I, I just, I think we have to hold on to the fact that we've been promised this is mine and Jason's miracle that we are parents. Yeah. But that yeah. miracle looks very, very different than what we thought it would. Yeah. But because we've held that and we've put a stake in the ground, then we also operate in our lives differently than we would if we hadn't have put that stake in the ground. Yeah. And so because you've made a stake in the ground that Layla's life is a miracle, the legacy of that is beautiful and it's ongoing and it's it's eternal. Yeah. It's eternal. Yeah. So yeah. Um, before I wrap us, do you guys have anything else you want to share? just so thankful for the opportunity to share her story yeah 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 i I just want to say um if you if you were to look back over the last nine years of our marriage yeah and in the the catalog of things and in the bad things that um happened um yes like everything was preparing me for something it's bad to say, but something worse. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, 
Mm-hmm. But even after um, this happened with Layla, I still had a choice to make, right? Mm, it's um, good, and there's there's only really two choices that you can make. Mm. One is to turn my back on God and my wife and my yeah. family and my friends and yeah. say, screw it all. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just live the way I want yeah. now. Which, let's be honest, <clears throat> you, were, you were facing that decision. Yeah. Right? Like, that's a real thing that we have to be, like, really honest with ourselves that's an option. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes in our faith we want to act as though it's not and then it creeps up and it takes over. It's a real option. Yeah. We have to choose it or yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah, and so, and then the second one is to, you know, the other choice that mm. thankfully I, I, I took yes. was um, that I I wouldn't be here today sitting mm. at this podcast. Um, I wouldn't have been in that delivery room holding my daughter mm. if it wasn't for the grace of God. That's right. Um, That's good, D. Even though I, we've gone through bad things and um, it, this is another bad thing, mm-hmm. his grace still outweighs all of that bad shit. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. And That's good. And it kind of just, like I said earlier about perspective, it shifts everything. You know, yeah. like Layla being gone is a... A finite thing. It yeah. is something that yeah. I cannot change. I cannot yeah. replace. Yeah. You know, if I mess up these shoes that I'm wearing, mm. uh, I can buy new ones. You know, tomorrow. Yeah. I can't do anything about Layla. Yeah. But what can I do now? Yeah. With the things that we've gone through, and yeah. um, how do I want to carry on her legacy for her? Yeah. Because she's not here, and yeah. someone has to do it. That's good. Um. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. I mean, that'll wrap it up right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you for sharing Layla's legacy with us. Thank you for sharing your hearts and your honesty in the pages of your story with us. I don't take that lightly. Um, I'm honored that we could sit together. Like, so honored by that. And honored that you would step out and use your voice to share in this community. Um, and I, man, I just, I, I've been sitting here the whole time and I'm just thinking about every person that would listen. There's something that you said that they can grab hold of. And I hope that they will. I hope that we'll see past our pain being different yeah. and we'll hear what we need to take from it because we all have barren places in our lives. We all have broken places in our lives, but we don't have to live that out. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm honored that you guys would come um and share the broken pieces but also share the hope because we do have a hope we do have a hope um so thank you guys thank you for for being a part thank you so much for joining us on barren not broken today it's been an honor to listen and be a part of this conversation and i hope that you will take away hope and i hope that you will hear the pages of dustin and amy's story and that you, your spouse, your family will be able to walk in hope moving forward.